podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Martin Murray. Martin, it's great to see you. It's been quite some time since I've seen you last. How are you keeping? Yeah, keeping well, yeah. Um, yeah, mentally, physically ready for the fight. Um, yeah, everything's good, yeah. Can't, can't complain. You know, it's... Um, yeah, I've been keeping really well. Yeah, just uh, ready for this fight now. I've been focused on this for months and, yeah, ready ready to finally become world champion. So this fight should have happened in 2018. It yeah. should have happened twice by now, and here we are. So I'm just kind of curious as to when you got the phone call that there was a potential opportunity for a third chance at this fight with Billy Joe, yeah. was there part of you that was slightly hesitant in taking it? Yeah, um, no, no, I said yeah then, but if it had come at the end of 2018, it would have definitely been yeah, would have been hesitant, but um, I kind of wrote this year off at all, so you know, it might be the year where he end up calling it a day uh, with everything that's gone on. So, you know, beggars could it be choosers, the fact that I got this fight, you know, Jamie Jamie phoned me up and just went, when you get ready for October, could be fights on MTK show, but there's a chance you could fight Billy Joe. And obviously that that's all I needed. That's all I needed to uh, to hear. But he did ask me. He said if they push for it, would you take it? Because he knew how I felt a couple of years before. Like you know, the two pullouts. I was obviously a bit frustrated. But um, but I said I said what I just said to you. Beggars can't be choosers. Just get me the fight. So yeah, we're here now, and I'm ready. And I'm looking for. There's, uh, there's was there a small part of you that was like. God, if I do this again, and, and then there's an injury or a pullout, is there like a little bit of concern there? Um, Given that it's happened twice already? You know what? Maybe 1%, I'd okay. say. Just a tiny, tiny little bit. But um, but yeah, that was it. But like I said, beggars can't be choosers. You know, the, the fact that everybody's had the year that they've had and had not fought since November last year, yeah. Um, and like I said, I thought I could have been calling it a day. The fact that I got this fight, um, well, just a fight in general, and then the chance that I could fight Billy Joe was all the motivation I needed. Well, when it did finally happen for you, or when it didn't happen for you, I'm sorry, the second time, there was a bit of frustration there for you. You did a, a video on Instagram. You were you were a bit upset with Billy Joe. Is there have you sort of put that all behind you, or are, is there a small part of you that wants to kind of take that out on him in the ring? No, I mean, it, it, yeah, I don't know what you're saying, um, but again, maybe maybe one percent. Uh, <laughs> no, the, to be honest here, um, obviously the first one, the first time it was what it was. Uh, but then he messaged me saying we'll definitely do it next time. So obviously the second time. So I was obviously a little bit frustrated. I'd went through two training camps, um, spent time away from my family, which I, you know I'm never going to get back. Um, so I was, I was frustrated from that side of things. But you know we had the little, you know a few little video messages that we did. But to me it was. It was left where it was, you know. Everything happened to reason. I didn't. I understand why you did it. The fact that who wouldn't? It, it's common sense. You're trying to make a major fight. I get. I get it. Do you know what I mean? I've been in the game long enough to know to know how it works. Um, so yeah, there, there, there was no there was no resentment there. Like I said, it was a bit frustrated at the time, but I've left it where it was. And um, yeah, there's there's. I'll be honest with you there now. There's not one part of me where. I've gone into this training camp thinking, right, he's going to get it now for pulling out of me. 
two years ago. I've not once thought of that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've just, I've, yeah, I'm just focused on, I've always been focused on becoming a world champion and that's all I've been doing with this camp. Um, working on Billy Joe, preparing for him at his best, um, working on things we think will work. Mm -hmm. Some things have worked, some things haven't. Um, but you get, you know, we don't know what Billy Joe we're going to get on Friday. So, um, so yeah, the things that didn't work might work, and, and vice yeah. versa. We don't know, but we've 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 trained, we've trained for a few years for him now, really three times yeah. for him. You know what I mean? So, we're um, yeah, we we feel like we're in we're in the better position from preparation wise. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, you look in good shape. Do you generally keep yourself in the gym? Uh, for the most part, because there was yeah. a bit of downtime there for, yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do. You know, I, I like, I wouldn't say living in the gym, but I do a lot of stuff with my wife at home. Do, we, you know, we do, we train together. Um, we like eating. We like eating right. Um, don't get me wrong, there is times where we'll, you know, a few weeks off and have a couple of drinks and eat a bit of crap and that. Just, you know, we're just normal. But um, 12 stone's never been really hard for me. 11.6 is hard, middleweight's hard. Um, 12 stone's never really been hard, hard yeah. for me. So um, you know, I've always said 11.10 would be my perfect weight, but obviously it doesn't exist in a, um, you know, for a title contest. But um, So yeah, the, I mean, I look after myself in between it, but 12 stone's not a struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done the check weighing today, I could be 12.5 and 12.2, so I could make the weight yeah. now. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just ready mentally, physically. I'm just ready for the fight, and I'm looking forward to it now. Well, this is your fifth attempt at a world title. That's, I mean, there's not to no, say no, it can't no, happen. No, I mean, no, it no, makes it, it all the sweeter, doesn't it? If it's, it's going to happen, no one's ever yeah. done it. Um, and I truly, I truly believe that I've been going for as long as long as I have for for, the, for this reason. Um, but it's just I just laugh when people say five times because it's a lot, isn't it? Do you know Look I mean? at George Groves, how many times did he? Four, yeah, wasn't he? Four, yeah. He was four, Frank Bruno was four, I believe. No one's ever done it in five, so I've uh, I've got a chance to create history on on Friday and, you know, just prove to people that if you believe in yourself, things, things you know, it does happen. Is this a final attempt for you in your career? I laughed at five, I'm not going to get six, am I? Do you know what I mean? So, it, yeah. You said final time of the world title. I'm, I'm not going to put, you know, I've said it for years. Loads of people say, if you get beat, will you retire? It's like everyone's been obsessed. Not just with me, but with people when they get a certain age. If they get beat, they're going to retire. They're obsessed with you retiring uh, in boxing. So I'm kind of over that now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me to do what I've had to do, like my last world title fight was five years ago. It was November 2015. Do you know what I mean? It's a long time, you know. I I can't in 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 that sense. I can't rebuild myself again in in five years and do it again. I can't and I won't. So you could say, yeah, um, it is. But you know, it's all it's all I need. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all I need. I just need that fifth chance, and I truly believe that. Mm -hmm. You've shared the ring with the likes of Gennady Golovkin, Sergio Martinez. You've come really close. With the Martinez fights, especially because a lot of people feel that was a bit of a, yeah. a controversial, you know, decision yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when you when you look back on those fights and then you think of the, the fight with Billy Joe, where does he sort of rank amongst those that you've shared the ring with? I mean, everything happens for a reason, doesn't it? Um, 
you know, I've never, I've never kind of looked back on them fights. I've been gutted, don't get me wrong, but like I said, I'm a, a true believer in everything happens for a reason. But in terms of um, comparing him to, to them type of fighters, I think the only one really you could you could re relate him to is Martinez. The fact that he's the fact that he's a southpaw. Um, you know, Golovkin was my toughest fight to date. 2000, Feb 2015, he was in his pump then. Um, that was an hard fight. Um, so no one really, in terms of hard fights, as as compared to Golovkin. George Groves was an hard fight. Um, but yeah, um, I think I can only kind of relate him to Martinez, the fact that he's a southpaw, but he's younger, he's fresher than Martinez was. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm 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 getting where I got Martinez, where he was southpaw, older, more experienced. I'm getting a southpaw, younger, fresher. Um, who we know with Billy Joe rises to the occasion, like he did with Lemieux, like he's done with a couple of other uh, other of his fights. But uh, I, I truly, you know, he's not been in the opposition who I've been in with. You know, I think everybody can agree on that. But I don't think he's for anybody like myself either, who's as versatile as me as a fighter. You know, I, I mentioned Lemieux then and he put in a world-class performance then. But, um, you know, Lemieux isn't really a world-class fighter. He's, you know, he's, he's a puncher, he's a world-class puncher, but um, he's, he's, he's a bit of a one-trick pony, I, I've always thought. Uh, and that's no disrespect to him. You know, I think, like I said, he's a phenomenal puncher. But I just think... Um, Billy Joe shined in that fight because he was able to. He was he was allowed to, um, and he's not he's not fighting Lemieux. You know, when he fights me, he's fighting someone a lot more experienced, a lot more versatile, and someone who wants it more and who's willing to leave it all in the ring. And that's what I'm going to do Friday. That's what I was going to ask you because a win over Billy Joe really opens up the doors for so many other unification fights. Now, we obviously have Callum Smith, who's going to be fighting um, Canelo. Yeah. Depending on who wins that, I mean, look, Canelo right now is sitting number two for the WBO. So, I'm sorry, number one with the WBO. So, that he's, he's, he's in line next for whoever has this title. So, I was just going to say, like, how bad do you want this? Like, when you think of what can come yeah. from this win. You know what? I've, I've, all, I've always thought of that. So, when I've been world title fights and it's like, right, you beat him and then, right, you've got this. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm past all that point now. So, I'm just focused on this fight because um, I've been doing it so long. I know what comes for it. And, you know, it, obviously, uh, Callum Smith, Canelo, I think is that the 20th of December? Um, is it the 19th? Obviously, they, they, they've got their fight. And, um, I mean, it's a good, tough fight for Canelo. Callum Smith at 12 stones a beast. Um, but also, Callum, Callum knows the score. He knows how hard it's going to be for himself. Um, but everybody... Everybody dreams of that big major money fight, you know what I mean? Like it was with Mayweather back in the day and yeah, yeah. now it's Canelo in it. And obviously the lottery you, ticket. The lottery ticket, yeah. So obviously you, you, you dream of that. Obviously you do, but I'm, I'm, I'm just focused on winning. You know, I've not really thought of, uh, you know, I've, I've thought of the rematch with Billy Joe. That's as far as I've thought because there's a rematch in the contract. Um, you know, I've thought of winning the rematch, that's it. But, um, you know, in an ideal world, a dream, could, a dream come true would be 
beating Billy Joe, beating him in the rematch and signing off on a big mega money fight in yeah. the unification. But like I said, it, it's, one, it's one fight at a time. I know that I've got a tough challenge ahead of me, mm -hmm. a tough fight. Um, but you know, it's all it is, is it's 36 minutes of hard work. Yeah. That's all it is, you know what I mean? That's how I'm, I'm going into it. Um, just 36 minutes of hard work and I'm, I'm ready for it to do it. Who do you have winning that fight, Canelo or Smith? Well, listen, you've, you've got to go with Canelo. You can, you, I mean, you can never, you can never write Canelo off. Um, but like Callum Smith at twelve stone, he's a monster. He is, and you know, I've like I met Canelo at Frampton's fights, one of uh, one of his fights a couple of years ago, and he's he's, he's not the biggest really. You know, he's small, he's squat, he's sturdy. Um, and he's a phenomenal fighter. Callum Smith's like, he's like a giant. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know what the score would be. I don't know what's in the contracts. I know when Canelo fought Rocky, I know there was an hydration clause in it. I don't know whether that's going to be the score because obviously it'd be really important for Callum to, to rehydrate. Um, so I, I really, I really don't know. Um, you know, I, I think you, you, I think you'd, you'd really, You'd, you'd, if your life was on it, you'd have to go with Canelo. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if anybody's got a chance of beating Canelo at 12 stone, it's Callum Smith. Mm -hmm. I really do feel that. He is a lot bigger. Oh, he's, he's massive, honestly. How he, how he makes 12 stone, honestly, it, it's unbelievable. It's, um, but like I said... I, I, the size I isn't everything, we know that. Yeah. No, no, it, it's yeah. not. It's not. Um, but when he's, you know, when he's on his game and if he can hydrate properly, I don't know. But I wish him all the best anyway. And I know Callum and all the Smiths. Um, yeah, and I'd love him. I'd love for him to go over there and do it. I always love a good underdog story. Yeah. yeah. God, the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lastly, you've, you're the perfect example that if you want something, you can you can have it. You've turned your life around. So you were sort of on this road of destruction yeah. as a young man, and yet here you are. Yeah. Can you just tell me a bit about what that was like for you and what was like the defining factor behind why you wanted to change your life? Because oftentimes, a lot of men and women don't ever come to that crossroad. Yeah. They just sort of stay on the track that they're on. Yeah, uh, God, it's a bit of a long story, really, but I've never, how can I start it? I've always boxed. Um, you know, brought up on a council estate in St. Helens and always got up to a little bit of mischief and then, you know, boxed but only messed about with it really and then I just ended up getting, um, just getting into a few stupid fights, doing a few stupid things, um, ended up going to prison and then you, you're just chasing your tail with life then, you know, everything's catching up on you and you're trying to go straight but there's so many things pulling you back down. And you know, I, I, my first sentence, I was in. I got jail in Cyprus when I was 18, and then I got three years when I was 20. What was that? Two I was I was 20, and then I've done. A, I think I did two or three more sentences after that. But in between, I was always I was always trying to get my life on track through boxing, and then it it come to the stage where it was 2006, and I'd got out of jail in 2005 and then I'd met Jen, my now wife, about a week after being out and then a few months later something come back from years before 
which was only a stupid fight. And this is how daft and, and easy it is for get involved in stupid. It was a stupid fight with some doorman on a, on a nightclub. It was that silly over a, over a court. Do you know what I mean? And and that come back from years before, and then I ended up getting on my toes and going to um, a Greek island, working in Crete, and then I come back. I got nicked, and. I got lucky with a sentence, you know, um, just they, they only give me two months. And, you know, at that time, like I said, I'd come back, I'd, I'd, I'd met my now wife. I knew I'd met the right girl for me. And I just needed to change my life because I knew that if I didn't change my life, I was going to be in jail all my life. You know, I wouldn't have a life. I'd, I'd end up dead. I've, lo I've lost friends over years. Um, you know, a lot of them there's a lot of them now who are drug, drug addicts and was it your wife meeting your wife that sort of gave you that understanding of I could lose I could have something good if I just they just went to hand in glove yeah definitely yeah. Um, I, kn I knew I'd, I'd, I'd met Gemma I knew I wanted to be with her but um, and I also knew I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing because yeah. it, it just wasn't me I've, I've never been a bad person I've just got involved in stupid stuff and there was just come a time where, you know, in 2005, when um, I did a sentence, my trainer, my then trainer, John Chisnall, he died. Um, me, me mother, like my grandma, she died. So it was, a, it was a tough year for me in jail. And then that, you know, I'd, losing them two people while I was there made me realise that I can't be in jail. I, I can't be in jail and lose my mum or lose my dad or lose, you know, really close family members to me. So that was a big lesson to me. And... I just wanted to change my life. I was just fed up of doing what I was doing. I was going out, I was, you know, I was doing a lot of stupid stuff, partying or mm -hmm. drinking, drugs, taking a lot of them, um, doing stupid stuff with it. And I, I just had enough and I just knew I needed change. And, you know, I just wanted, I just wanted to do something good with my life. And, you know, I just said it on an interview then, it's like, you know, I got me down on the works and I knew that the, the harder I worked, you know, the luckier, I've got, and I've just been, you know, put me down. I've just been grafting ever since, and that's all I've been doing. And you know, boxing. I'm not in love with boxing, in terms of you know watching fights every week. I don't, I, I don't, I don't. I'm not a fan like that. But I'll be, I'll be forever grateful and love boxing for what what it's done to me. Oh yeah, it it allowed me to turn my life around and, and change my life, and it has, and it's given me a good life. And yeah, I mean, you know. It just goes to show that if you want to change, you can. You really can if you want to change, you can. And, you know, you just need something focused, to, uh, something positive to focus on. And if you've got that vision and you've got that dream, you can definitely change. And, you know, I've been working for years now. I think this is my 14th year as a pro. And when I first started, I only wanted to be a British champion. But then as time's gone on and been so close, I know I could be world champion. And, you know, that that's my dream. And... I've got the chance to do that on Friday, and I've left no stone unturned. And you know, your life could be a movie. <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's there's a, there's actually a, um, there's a lady from America who's got the film rights to me. Yeah, to, yeah. So she we just been speaking. Yeah, she's a she's a lovely lady as well. Murray Binger name is, and yeah, we've been speaking over the past couple of years and trying to put it into you know kind of into um, into a film. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this is definitely. A, you know, if well, what should I say when I went on Friday? You know, I, I, I truly believe that I've been going this long 
for, for the reason, for this reason, and, and it's to become world champion. Well, look, I wish you all the best on Friday night. Huh? No, it was good. It was good. I, you know, I think that often. I'm trying to remember like my life and that because I, you know, I put it, I completely put it to the back of my head. Yeah. So it feels like when I talk about it, I feel like a different person. Do you know what I mean? So, sorry for rambling on then. No, 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 no. That's exactly what I wanted to know. I wanted to. I think a lot of times people forget that, you know, it, you can overcome so much adversity and still become successful in your life. It, it, a lot of times people think, oh, I'm in my 20s already and and I've messed up my life, and they oftentimes get caught up in the number and thinking that, oh, I've wasted away my life and I can't change, but you're a, you're, you're a proof that you can do that. So yeah. well, thank you so much for your time. I wish you all the best on Friday night, and I'll speak with you post-fight then. Thank you very much, Cheers. Right. Bye, bye, fans. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.